Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Welcome to Post Show Recaps Bridgerton Feed. Today, we're going to be talking about Season 1, Episode 4, An Affair of Honor. I am your host, Sasha Joseph, here to cover this episode. But listen, I don't need just a number 2 to cover this episode. I need a number 3 and a number 4 to cover all of this. So today, I have Kirsten here with me. How are you? How are you feeling? Did you make it out okay from the duel? Um, I'm doing great. I'm so excited to have the honor of being your second. Um, you know, if you ever need to shoot someone, I'll be right there with you, <laughs> ride or die. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, you know, just in case if Kirsten dies, I do have a <laughs> the next one because Geneva will be right there with me. I think she'll be the one charting the bullets like trajectory for me. <laughs> So, Geneva, how are you? Welcome. You know, I will give you a strategy to hopefully not kill someone, but obviously, what's the probability of that actually working out? Not entirely sure. Felt like I was also seeing some sort of, like, Hamilton sequence with what (laughs) happened at the end of the episode. I know. Listen, but if it's anyone, it's you that's probably going to be able to do that. But go. the way, it's, sorry, the way no, Geneva no. has to compare Bridgerton to a musical theater every time. <laughs> <laughs> it's just literally, I'm seeing the symbolism everywhere. Like, I don't know it's what it is. It's your brand at this It's point. my brand, you know, for those who do not know, musical theater has been a huge part of my life. I've probably been about 13 musical productions and seen many on Broadway in the West End. So yeah, stay tuned for more uh, random musical theater references. Oh my god. Um and obviously <laughs> on the ball. No, you're not here. I had a good one for you too. Uh you know, because if all else fails, I will need the best words to smooth things over. And with that, I have to bring the next host, Sarah, in to talk us through it all. <laughs> Thank you very much. I hope I have some words. Uh, I have some words for you. Damp is a oh. word. Honor. We're cutting it all is out. A word. Kiss is a word. Jewel is a word. And jewel is a word. It's all good. And I send them out. all to you from Gadigal land. Uh, this always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Oh, I love it. Thank you. The team is here. And before we get started, <laughs> the team with the carriage is here. And before we get started, I do want to say if you're enjoying Bridgerton coverage or four episodes in, make sure you're leaving us a five-star review so other people can find us and get to know us and we can all be friends. Please make sure you do it. If you so, don't leave us a five-star review, yes. we'll be ruined. Ruined. 
Completely. Ruined. <laughs> Joshua, give us the season two, y'all. You have to do it. <laughs> Not just us. Our sisters will be ruined as well. Yes. yes. The so if you're family. a feminist, you have to give us a five-star review <laughs> is what we're saying. That's right. <laughs> Tweet God, at horrible. us also all your thoughts. We want to hear them. Yes. Um, and with that, I think let's get into it. Let's get into the episode uh, because I feel like so much goes on. Kirsten, like, what are your thoughts? Because it really starts with Violet, a.k.a. Mama B not being very happy and she's just over here being like but i know you love simon and everyone's very excited to see daphne right because she is it but mama b is like why are we here bro like i just want to eat <laughs> yeah literally like literally um we are here the season i think is in full swing now like this is where things really get started uh I love that in this episode, we got to see so much of Violet's personality. Um, we also got to see, you know, Daphne show a whole range of emotions. Uh, and of course, the Duke is back. So how could Listen, I complain? He never left. Okay. That's what I feel like is the most it's like it's, it's like um when you break, when someone breaks up with you, but then they're still like watching your Instagram story every single day. And so you see them, they're lurking and you're like, oh. <laughs> So you're still here. I thought you were gone. Could you please exit stage left? Oh, good, good reference, Ooh, Virginia. That was love Virginia, but only. Reference. I appreciate it. Thank <laughs> you so much. I love that. Oh, my God. But, you know, Sarah, because it's time for court. So Prince Friedrich is here with his bad wig, of course. And he immediately gives Daphne a really beautiful necklace or i believe it's tacky but everyone else is saying it's beautiful the like statement necklace it's, well, it's totally expensive and it's whether you think expensive is beautiful i've been given gifts in my time by various people um never a diamond necklace i must say but uh, i sometimes find a simple flower is enough to show uh, how someone feels about me and i do appreciate it as they say it's the thought that counts. he's a prince. <laughs> this, wait, he's not paid to have thoughts. He has to give her something ridiculously expensive. And uh, this heavy diamond necklace, Daphne's like, oh, but what if Simon was giving me a diamond necklace? Like, she's like panting. Like, I swear to God, she's in heat. I like, I don't know what else to say. I mean, she's literally she's like a hormonal teenager, right? She's damn. True. Yeah. Oh, oh, well, not that, but yeah, As <laughs> I don't know. Lovingly Geneva, puts don't you this think... heavy necklace. Oh, because Geneva, I feel like he should have people for this, like for gift giving. And this is horrid. Yeah, I think he should have someone for that. But apparently, you know, he doesn't have that. Um, so maybe that's something we could probably work on getting him in the future. But I guess, you know, maybe this they're 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 dealing with low cost, low budget here, which is not True. what you would expect. Look at his wig. It's the way budget. we're trying to put 2022 standards on 1813. Like <laughs> stop it. <laughs> I think it doesn't help that the show brings us these modern references like you know when we have these orchestral music of like you know thank you next and um, a variety of other uh, stuff you know e it's easy to make those connections 
Wenzo Orchestra version of um, Seven Rings. Oh, <laughs> season two, baby. Don't worry. <laughs> That's all I want. <laughs> yeah, because despite Daphne being in literal heat because of the Duke, because Duke got her, you know, she's down bad. But yeah. to everyone else, it's the prince and the new princess, you know, are about to come up because Whistledown even is impressed. She's like, yeah, this is it. Finally, the diamond is where it deserves to be with the prince. Stop it. We all know the truth, but it's okay. And then I I appreciate the cutscene, y'all, because it goes immediately to the Duke just punching like a back. Toxic masculinity. Yes. But it's hot. And I hate myself for it. <laughs> He's punching a sack of grain. And we go, oh, yeah, sack of grain. Sack does of that grain. sack of grain have a German accent? Or is it that does today. <laughs> uh, I mean, it I could always just does. be his own father. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's that's the root of all evil. Let's Daddy issues yep. are the root of all it evil. It could be. But, yeah. you know, I guess the thought is maybe it could be the prince. It's Duke Daddy. Oh. No. Oh God. Um, okay. Uh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say that I feel like you know this is the the little subplot. The, there's like a few subplots. I feel like this uh, this episode. So Mondred is really trying to get the Duke to stay because he's like, listen, I need you to do me a favor and not get on any ships, okay? Because you need to bet on me which will equal my bet getting higher and the purse gets bigger because him and his wife, right? Like his wife is queen because she is, she's the one actually saying all of this, but you know, I had to, I guess, patriarchy up in here. So it's actually Mondrick's wife. I don't know her name. Sorry. Alice. Al Alice. Thank you. It's Alice. Um, Alice is really saying we need the money. We got mouths to feed. Love don't pay the bills. Okay. So Duke is like, I'm a good friend. I I'm not, I'm a rake, but I'm a good friend. So Duke has decided to stay, which is going to start the rest of the drama. Yeah, because, okay, Daphne goes to the boxing match with the prince, which is like, what? Why is she? I feel like she should not be there. She shouldn't. Well, that's but. what the prince says. <laughs> it's like, why are you here? Despite me hoping that you would come and basically getting your brother to get you here. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> I mean, if a prince tells you to show up, you show up. Exactly. I guess that's true, but... I also, like, to me, I feel like going to a boxing match, it's just, like, how, like, if I ever go to a bar and, like, MMA is on the TV, I, like, am scared. Like, I, I'm, like, oh, someone's getting assaulted. Like, I mean, call the authorities. This is horrible. Oh, my God. I also feel like you're not going to then go to any celebrity, like, Big Brother fighting match. Uh, I, listen, I could have fought if I wanted to. True. I was, I was asked if I wanted to fight. But you didn't want to fight. Like, what? Who? Who am I gonna fight? That's what I was gonna ask. I was like, who would you fight? Like, I'm sorry, first <laughs> of all, I don't think there's one woman in all of reality TV who's in my weight class. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'd have to lose, like, 40 pounds. I think all of us. 
like like I see it like all the women fighting last time it was like 120 pounds and I was like are they in the ninth grade because that's the last time that's what I weighed like I feel that you fight Kirsten but not with your fists you fight with your mind and your wit and your words and uh, oh yeah I'll fight a lot of them with my words I'm ready for that yeah Especially oh all those God. boxers that were in gyms that were supposed to be closed um, during COVID. Mm. Not this drag. <laughs> yeah, I just love that the prince really was like, I didn't think women could show up. But Daphne is like, I'm not even into you, so I don't care if I offend you. Which I think the prince loves because he likes a little negging because he's like, yeah, everyone else, Cressida, is too nice to me and constantly like falls literally for me so the prince of course right has his money on the other guy that monitor just fighting i know he has a name yeah um but everyone is saying listen monitor is the guy y'all let's do it but the cutscene is lord featherington says nah i'm going with the prince he got the higher rank so sorry duke you out could lord featherington be dumber if he tried no he he could but i don't think he's got enough brains to be dumber i don't think he can afford to be any more dumber i think that's what he can't afford to be as dumb as he is well he's leading he's leaning to a lot of like i don't know his his wife is having to pull the weight at this at this at this point with all with all of this nonsense that he's pulling yeah yeah the Duke rolls up his sleeves all the way up to the bicep. I don't think it's just Daphne that uh, gets damp now. Oh my God, Sarah, you can't use that. But word I'm pretty sure that Daphne, Daphne, she wasn't sure if she saw him there or not. Apparently, according to her, when she was asked. Listen, yeah, that's what you heat. say. She's yeah, like, hey, you know what? She's got at least some dignity that she can have plausible deniability. Like, oh, I didn't know that he was there. As she should. Listen, Daphne is nothing if she's not smart, and she's drag. She has these men in the dumps over her. Okay, let's let's make that clear because she got a prince and a duke. What do we have? Like, please. I but mean, you know, Hyacinth wants to know friend. all the tea. He wants all the tea. He wants all the wealthy info. Too now. That's true. You are. wants all the information. So that's that's what she's trying to go for. But Daphne's not giving giving it to her. She just wants her to keep dealing with her governess, and that's it. I just love that they're both so in heat right now because every time he's around, her world is like in slow motion. Like I, I get it. I really do, but. It's a lot. And he's just like smoldering. Like that's all he does. Is every time she's around, he's just smoldering. Just grow up then and talk to her and talk through your feelings. But no, Simon is jealous AF. And guess what? Will Mondrich wins. And Lord Featherington owes a lot of people a lot of money, baby. So this is going to come up too, unfortunately. Uh, and then... There's a lot of other like little stuff going on, but I did want to note that um, Philippa, Philippa, yeah, has a suitor, which I'm very into. I think he's so sweet. Yeah, he's very very nice, very cute boy, man, Mister Finch. I know. And can we talk about how Rutledge 
is literally looking at Marina like a horse because Marina, they, they've decided, hey, she's three months pregnant. We got to get her out in public yeah. and get her a man's. So now and he's the like, older, the better. Yeah. And the older, the more desperate it's. He won't ask questions. And basically at that point, he won't be counting the months. So it's all good. As yeah. long as it's a boy, he'll be happy. It's not all good. No, it's horrible. It's really not. But that's what she has say. to have sex with this person, which is like that's what I'm Funny one. Yeah. But still, oh God, poor. She's like, she. I'm is... sorry. You think that man is going to be like, oh, I only am going to do this once? Ugh. Well, I think Maybe she's strong I'm... enough to lock the door. I mean, hands. he really wanted to dance with her a lot. So I wouldn't be surprised. That man has rapist energy. Hundred percent. He wanted to see her teeth. He wanted to see her smile. And like, I want to see how you like... spin. She's she a literal to hear her talk. Not not yeah. not interested in her conversation. You can tell a lot from a person's mouth. He says. Well, okay. what his mouth do? Nothing. Well, his mouth Anyways. is full of dead soldiers' teeth from the yeah, he's, very he's got someone else's teeth in his mouth. Very expensive. They paid a lot of money for a baby. Uh, and I also the other storyline is that Eloise is now on the hunt y'all because she doesn't want Daphne to get married because she's like bro I'm next in line I don't want to do this and she has been you know looking to study and live this grand life but now she's like well who's this whistle down because whistle lady whistle down seems to be living her best life Penelope. So let's you and I figure out who she is so we can become the protégés of it. But Sasha, Lady Whistledown's identity is quite protected. So I I just I just don't think we should even pursue that. And like at the end of the day, we don't have time. We have we have to be doing other things. Um and I don't know if I can pretend to have an illness like Marina, basically. I when Eloise goes, just tell your mom you have what Marina had. My like stomach <laughs> dropped out of my butt. I was like, are you kidding me right now? Because like there's just so many layers. Like uh, uh, Eloise doesn't know that Marina's the one who's pregnant and still doesn't know how that happens. And then Penelope is like, mm, I don't think I can pull that one off. Like <laughs> Unless I get calling on the dark walk. Oh my but, god. Listen, yeah. I know this is the this episode's the first that they that we like really see Penelope thirsting over Colin. Like we I feel like we've gotten hints. She's been watching. She's been in the wings. Mm-hmm. But I just like I ship them so hard. Oh, yeah, I think they're sweet. so cute. Hmm. And Colin's like such a good ride or die, I feel like, for his mom, for his sisters. So I, I wish that for Penelope. May you find someone like him or him. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, so Penelope is like, okay, if you're not going to do it, I'll figure it out. Because I think it's the maids. <laughs> Poor Eloise. Like, I just appreciate it. We can quickly finish that part, too. Because Eloise goes to the housekeeper's room. And she's like, okay. I see all these lady whistle downs in your storage. So I think that it's you, ma'am. And I appreciate this lady just dragging her to hell because she's like, I cleaned your butt. Like, I I know you Mm -hmm. for your whole life. And one, servants don't have the time. And secondly, where I'm going to get that kind of money to print all of this. 
and if like, she had the money, she wouldn't be a maid. She'd be yeah. living her life like Lady Whistledown. Yeah, Eloise comes uh, face to face with her privilege, and it's a short, sharp shock. Ooh, I just I like love little Eloise being like, well, I'm a Bridgerton, so I'm your mistress. <laughs> like, she looks about four years old when she says it. Like, never has she looked younger. And the housekeeper just like, uh-uh. We're not doing this. <laughs> not no, today, and not ever. I love that the housekeeper goes, aren't you supposed to be smart one? <laughs> <laughs> like, ooh. I, I love, I, I feel like uh, the Bridgerton staff, all we've really seen is Daphne's lady's maid mm. and their housekeeper. Yeah. But both times, they've been, like, in the zone, like, doing what needs to be done. Last time, the housekeeper was commenting on um, Lady Burbrook's, uh, the amount of biscuits she ate and, like, really yeah. dragging her to hell um, to assist in the plan to get rid of the Burbrooks. And now she's like, are, weren't you supposed to have a brain? Like, who are you? She's mm. like, I thought we worked hard to give you a little bit of an education. It yeah. didn't work also, out for us. Don't come into my room. Don't yeah. come into my room. This is my room. Like, do you don't get everything. I do think, like, even in general, like, obviously the Bridgertons technically have, like, free run of their home. But I feel like the convention and the societal rule would be you don't go into the servants' quarters. That is not okay. Um, I know when I watched um, Downton Abbey in season one, there's a scene where... Um, a little prick try like takes one of the ladies of the house into the servant's wing to explore because he has to steal his love letters from his gay lover. Mm. Uh, and she is like horrified that they're in the servant's like wing at all. So I'm I'm pretty sure that that is definitely the rule. Like it, she really, Eloise really messed up when she went in there. <laughs> all bad, all bad. And we have another. I feel like side story. We sh which we should talk about a little uh which will come up actually at the end of this episode as well but uh brother number two mr bb benedict bridgerton is also trying to move on to a better life because henry the artist that he dragged last episode invites him over baby he's like hey man you wanna you wanna come try something out with me and benedict They're experimenting yes yeah. And this is like, it's giving swingers, it's giving artists, it's giving hippie, like anything you can think of that's quote unquote alternative or different, it's at this party, okay? And Benedict is living his best life. At first, he's like, oh, wow, like they're just naked women that I paint, but my lines aren't very straight. I don't know. <laughs> is Benedict? I don't know. I, I mean, know. I think that we Some should be questions aren't the only things, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean, Benedict does learn from Henry that there are advantages to being the second born and second sons get to have fun. Yeah, I also so like. Must be true. I like how he dragged this artist to hell and back, and then now he's criticizing his own work, and his friend is like, "Nah, like stop it, stop being so hard on yourself." Paint outside. It's that guilt. It's that guilt that he feels like he has to criticize his own work because he's physically there. Oh, free, free your lines, Benedict. Free your lines. He meets a lady with short hair. He's never seen the like. She's smoking uh, a cigarette, and then another lady beside him is smoking something. Who knows? She hands it to him. Could be a cigarette. Who knows? Listen, 
if anyone here likes that paint and paint wine and paint parties like that you're it's so tame because look at they're taking the whole new meaning to drinking and painting here okay and i love it but the biggest thing i wanted to highlight also is that henry kind of talks a little bit about how benedict you know needs to leave all of his feel not feelings all of his like stress and his uh rules right over on the other side of ton of the ton and this is the space where he can really not be perfect and understand himself and really grow because guess what being the second born is the best because you get none of the work but all the fun and this is gonna come up later on people but now benedict is like yeah i'm in bro like th this is why i'm i'm here this is why this man gets paid the big bucks so that's going to show up later. But these were like the two, uh, I feel like the side stories. So now yeah. let's get into back to our main. Let's get to the main course. Let's do it. Because now Anthony says, hey, man, I'm stepping back. It's time. He's, he tells the Duke, I think you were honorable. My bad. I don't know how he came to this. Conclusion. I think because he stopped like courting Daphne. That's he the only reason. Wow, the standards for men. Well, yeah, <laughs> I guess. I mean, the reason he was like, oh, I was like, oh, you're wasting my sister's time and you're talking to her when I know you don't want to get married. So what are you doing? And so then finally, when he's when he backed off, and now we keep hearing Daphne talk about how much she hates the Duke, whether that's true or not. But you know, it's gotten to that point where it's like, okay. I know you had good intentions, so it's all good. But again, obviously, that's kind of a weird response considering what we know. Yeah, It's like that TikTok audio that's like interesting reaction. Like that's how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> that's like us to this whole show. Yeah. At this point. <laughs> Anthony is blind to everything but his own carnality, really. <laughs> Not carnal. Oh, my God. Uh, no lies though, unfortunately. But listen, um, mm -hmm. Prince Friedrich also goes speaks with Anthony and is like, I want to marry your sister. May I? Can, <laughs> can I please? Simon takes a drink. Simon is just smoldering. That's all he's doing this whole episode, just in the back, oh. pissed off. Do and something. Now, so, like, obviously at this time, asking for, like, permission to propose to someone was, like, a legal requirement. But um, how do we feel about it in, like, the modern day? <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know what else. <laughs> no, because I'm just, like, I can't imagine, right? Like, my husband did not ask my mom for my hand in marriage. Like... It's just so patriarchal, archical, yeah, because it's just, I understand, some I think people like really want know. it though. Yeah, and I think there is like some kind of a respect, right, where I, my husband and my mom did talk before he proposed to me, but they both were very aware that I make the decisions, not any of them. So I think it's important that they have a relationship and, you know, they say like, hey, this is something I'm planning to do. 
fine. I think that that actually should happen because you they should have a relationship right outside of you. So I like that. But I'm not into I need your blessing because that's weird. I mean, I guess part of that also comes from like the fact that you would want ideally you would want your future spouse and your parents or family to get mm. along. So exactly. I guess it I guess it can be like in some ways like sad if your parents don't approve of it because I mean at, at least like you're going to do whatever you want anyway because if you love the person you love them and that's not going to stop you. But I still feel like in some ways like like if I if I found out my parents like really like hated my potential future husband, that probably I wouldn't feel necessarily good about that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Um, but I do get like I think now that that concept can be a bit, you know, different. And I mean, I guess that what it means now is a lot different from what it meant then. Oh, 100%. Um, but I think, though, I do understand why in, in a sense it does still happen because I think that's that's the thing is you do want you do want that to be a thing like actually I think this week <laughs> my best friend um her uh future fiance will actually um be asking for essentially asking Ooh, for that this week I so. hope you're oh and this will go out later we're good no they already they already they, even though like they hadn't met in the pandemic they like him so it's all good so yeah no, that's true. But I agree. I don't know. That's just my thoughts. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you on that. Mm -hmm. I think well, the other if... version is you just never introduce anybody to your parents, which was the right I mean, that, that works too. Work yeah, perfectly. I mean, don't get married. It's a sham. You know that. Oh my God. You know that. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> women. Don't let your husband hear that one. I mean, he, at this point, he's like, what the hell? He just, he's, he's like, this it. is a sham. Why did I marry her? She's Correct. So to me. Correct. That's probably true. But no, because men, they're they're um, more likely to get hired if they're married and women are less likely. Fun fact. And also men live longer when they are married versus women live shorter when they are married. So marriage is a sham is what I'm trying to tell you. And I told my husband this. So I said, how are you making up for that? Because apparently being married to you is like taking years off my life what did he say in response no he, he he said look at the ring on the finger and i was like yeah you're right <laughs> oh my god bit of jewelry makes up for everything listen look at the valentine's day present that, mm, yes correct yeah. very lovely <laughs> anyway so we go from the prince you know basically letting anthony know his his intentions and Loki asking for his hand in marriage but Anthony comes back to the house and says listen Daphne this man gonna propose and I just love that Violet and Daphne were about to jump his ass but he said no I know better than to speak for my sister now but just letting you gross. know it's gonna happen gross. and I, I appreciated that I was like growth that's what we call that we growth to the fourth I believe that we all think that maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Sarah didn't say growth, so maybe I'm speaking for her. Oh, growth, growth, growth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, and, it was good though. I thought you might you know, misinterpret that my said that. Oh, me saying that Anthony had growth, but we see that a bit later. Sienna isn't here yet. Don't worry. Sienna's not here yet. Yeah. But I was very content with with him being like, 
you know, it's all on you. You let me know what you want to do, and then I'll go relay the information. But he is vibrating with pleasure at the thought of her being betrothed to the prince or indeed anyone so that he feels that that is his first responsibility off his hands that's for sure and i think he's just like after i messed up with the toad mm -hmm. uh we have redeemed ourselves because we we leveled up baby so i think mm -hmm. it's a little bit of all of it but how do we feel <laughs> how do we feel about violet because she's like you know, you you chill out. Like, it's See, okay. Because, like, Violet married for love and had a very loving relationship. And that's all she wants for her daughter. And her and Lady Danbury are convinced that the Duke and Daphne are in love. So she wants Daphne with the Duke. Because, A, it's a great match. And, B, she thinks they're in love and that would be the right one. So when Daphne's like, perfect, I'll be a princess. Let me wear this necklace to the ball tonight. And Violet's like, you should keep your mind open until you make a decision. Like, the Duke is still there. And... I don't care what the Duke thinks. Besides, the Duke would not be there. And then she's like, I know what I saw. Like, I have I clearly see what's going on between you and the Duke. And then Daphne's like, what you saw was a lie. But we eventually get that revelation later. Of Yeah, I mean, we can just go that. to it. Yeah, because yeah. how this piece ends is that unfortunately even though violet feels that it's real and we the audience know it's real daphne says not nah, it was a sham it was a way to get us to the next step and guess Which what it works yep i got me a prince and that's it but you seem not interested in this prince at all like once you got him you're like oh okay oh look i i see simon yeah no she it's doesn't know if she saw him fine. or not it's going she to doesn't be know. She doesn't know Definitely if she saw fun. him, but uh, every time Prince Friedrich fun. is like, "Oh, you're cool. I let's uh, let's talk about our future." She's like, "Oh, look. Okay, I got to walk away now." I like how she's like cuz the thing is is if the thing with Simon wasn't real, she wouldn't get upset and be crying about it. She'd be like, "Yeah, it was fake, mom. Sorry." But she's like weeping as she walks away from this conversation. Yeah. Like it but hurt. that's the story of her life, unfortunately. Ugh. I mean, it's definitely unfortunate also because, like, in the situation, she was literally told by Simon, like, oh, we're not even friends. Like, this was all just this bruise that we did. And, like, none, nothing was real about it at all. I um, personally do ruses with people that I nothing. <laughs> all the time he was very very rude to her he was very rude was. outside that ice i mean shop. again she's so young she's like he has opened up a whole life for her uh and now he just said peace bye like he literally like he hit it and quit it like in this era's time it feels like <laughs> pretty much yes. yeah 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 but you know we are not gonna quit you but we are going to take a little break from you so will join us right after this break y'all and we're back i told you we wouldn't go anywhere so don't worry we won't leave you like simon did daphne we could never <laughs> yeah and uh we do get a moment right of simon being like i'm out i'm out 5000 like i cannot do this basically he 
didn't feel real feelings before. And like, unfortunately, a lot of men do. He's like, real feelings, red flag. I got to get out of here. Uh, and he's packing up his estate. He's about to leave. And I, this is one of the most powerful moments in this whole show. Uh, and I know we talked about this a lot um, when we had our uh, Patreon on post show recaps when we did the Bridgerton recap. But still, I want to highlight it that, you know, Lady Danbury is very much pie in the sky. You know, she talks about how they got this, uh, you know, dukeship or this this space uh, that black people especially are inhabiting in 1813 and you know it's because of love and it's because of the king and queen fell in love and the queen was a black woman and that we were able to get all of this well and simon said absolutely not we are at still at the mercy and will of a white man and we are hanging on by a thread it was given to us so let's not confuse these moments uh, with love because love doesn't always transcend all it's actually power and privilege that we're at play so I unfortunately agree with Simon I don't know if that's the cynic in me but I don't know how did y'all feel about this I mean well I think it's the thing where like obviously Simon kind of is understanding the structures of how things are working um, but what Lady Danbury is saying is that sometimes an overpowering emotion in the right hands can be enough to change at least some of those things. So, She's also saying representation. We see ourselves on the throne when we've never seen that before. So the, the representation on the throne is uplifting, you know, all the the um, people of colour and black people in this time that we see scattered throughout all the balls and everywhere that we go. Uh, so she sees it in a very positive, forward-looking way, and Simon sees it as a favour dropped down from above that can be mm -hmm. snatched away. And, uh, yes. I also feel like it is commentary towards the audience as well because I know that some people were wondering, like, oh, was this realistic with this, you know, diverse cast and all this sort of stuff and you know I mean and just just the that sort of conversation um so I think in a way it was also speaking to the audience um as well to kind of just uh, give support for why we are seeing what we're seeing within the context of the show whether that you know was maybe not necessarily what people were um used to or perceived because I'm assuming with the books that was not really you know, a thing. Shockingly, the Bridgerton books do not discuss race. Yeah, you you don't get exactly. any sort of critical race theory in the <laughs> Bridgerton novels, mm -hmm. which I would not expect. So that is why that is why Shonda very, said, uh, uh, "Yeah, this is, a, this is a Shonda Land production." So we are going mm -hmm. to get that discussion. Um, so I, you know, I feel like especially when it comes to the conversations between Lady Danbury and Simon, we really get that, and I really do appreciate the element of the show. Yeah, me too. And I, I think the also the biggest thing is that this whole thing is all dependent on love, which is wild because no one was saying anything. No, actually, we dragged. But, you know, some folks thought it was okay that Miss Scarlett Johansson played Asian character. So this is happening all the time. So I don't feel like we constantly even need to talk about love. And, you know, like it was given to us. Like, it's just this is how Bridgerton on Netflix decided to do it. Like, I 
am definitely a little bit more militant in that we don't constantly need to explain ourselves. I understand why we need to, Geneva, and I think you're 100% right, but it's also like this has been happening for so many years with blackface, right, with all of these um, things where it's constantly done for us um, and it's finally time for us and I say us because it's black people I feel like season one and season two they're gonna have an Indian lead so um, it's about time and I just feel like we don't have to constantly explain it like it's something fun happening enjoy it yeah I think like you obviously shouldn't have to explain it mm-hmm. but the like n- quote-unquote normal audience that would be perceiving like a regency romance uh i think uh many many people watching maybe needed a little bit of an explanation uh otherwise they would just be going to twitter like historical accuracy Mm. (laughs) and then i'd be like it's fiction uh, it's it's fiction fiction. should it matter The same people who can read a damn book with like dragons and shit and not bad. Right. Like, they'll they'll read a down. Harry Potter uh, magic <laughs> wand, but they'll be like, How dare you at black people to Bridgerton? I mean, they'd be like, Well, Harry Potter is fine because they have Asian <laughs> representations. Well, and <laughs> but I mean, like, even that was a drama in itself when you had Harry Potter <laughs> and the Cursed Child, and you know, they decided to make Hermione black. And like JK had to come out and basically say, well, this is what my description is, or like da 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 da. You know, like yeah, that she said, I thing. didn't say it was. Uh, she yeah, was. well, yeah, because like, God forbid she actually say anything until after the fact when she's like <laughs> drowning us in tweets. Like, oh, uh, didn't you recognize that Dumbledore was gay the whole time? It was so obvious. But then I made three whole movies after and didn't still didn't talk about it. Shut up. Anyway, uh, we're at the ball now, y'all. You know, speaking of Asians and Harry Potter. <laughs> uh, we're not at the Yule Ball, but we are at the ball. Where I just feel like, again, Mr. Finch and Philippa are really slept on, but it's okay. Uh, and, like, Marina, again, is being talked about like she's a horse or a car, whatever you want to call it. But... <laughs> <laughs> It kills me. If she'd done time. that, maybe, you know, maybe oh, she could have scared him away. I mean, maybe. <laughs> that that could have worked, but maybe not. Maybe he would have been like, oh, yeah, I think that's a great quality um, that you present towards me. And I'm impressed by whatever. I don't know. He says the weirdest things. I I'm not even sure. Um, and as as you as you all know, he wanted to see her. Like to see how she spins versus yeah, worrying about her get out of here, guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but Penelope I did breaks my heart here. It just she breaks my heart. And later in the scene, where Marina will will talk about Colin, I just oh tears, tears, because she she recognizes that her friend Marina needs to be rescued, and she tells her friend Colin that her friend Marina needs to be rescued. And Colin goes and rescues her. She didn't mean that. She didn't mean him to do it. But he does. Uh, Colin is a stupid lovesick puppy and he doesn't see what's right in front of him. Yeah. Uh, no cap. <laughs> no crown. Um, <laughs> okay. That's horrible. No, I um, loved that. <laughs> but we do. This This is, I feel like I'm going to have a hot take a little bit. Ooh. Uh, because Cressida and Daphne have a little one-on-one, right? And I, I Cressida's five head is really five heading. And I feel like it's very unfortunate because 
I think she's not like an ugly girl, but wow, this, that hairstyle is bad. Wait, is, is, that, is that your hot take? No, she, no. She's uh, one of the hands. I'm setting it up, women. Geneva. She's, okay, no, yeah. I'm just kidding. I well, feel like I know so, what it is, but I'm not going to say it. So I yeah. feel like it's it. it's one of those things where in general, she's very pretty, but because she's like the bitch of the show, they have to make her look as severe exactly. as possible. So they've like pulled like they've i swear to god pulled her hairline back an inch with how tight they pulled her hair back jojo so. siwa over here yeah <laughs> oh i love jojo i know but Let's her poor hair yeah but her hair i uh, should i yell now no i'm just kidding uh but i cressida you know i think she's right invoking girl code because she said you did not have to take away my one chance at happiness and i am on team cressida for this moment because that was shady as hell for Daphne. I mean, it's not like Cressida and Daphne are friends. They don't like yeah. each other. Yeah. But listen, I Daphne well, did not need well, to be my enemy. It's like, well, yeah. were you guys best it's... buddies? But I don't, I mean, it is kind of a little like shady to have heard, oh, you know, like I'm clearly into this guy. And like my mom says I have no my only chance, shot. Really? Yeah. And this is my only shot. And then Daphne's like, okay. You know, I'm going to go entertain the prince, but I'm not even even interested in the prince. So I think thinking about it that way, I do feel a little bad for her. But again, like Daphne said, the man made his choice. What do you expect? Her to do? Listen, but I'm sorry. But also, has plenty of money. She will not be, she will yes. be married before the end of the season. She's she a regular Kivalina Kerr. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> She doesn't even tie her own shoes. She has a maid to do that. That's true. Like, yeah, that's definitely. But also, like, they weren't friends. I'm sorry. Are you telling me, Sasha, that girl code has to apply to every woman that I know, whether we're friends or not? No, but um, if you're in the same circle, if you're friends or not, yeah. I Think of a person you don't like in the podcasting circle and oh. then imagine, like, you trying to take their man. Like, it feels a little gross. But funny, yeah, it'd be very funny to steal for the meme. <laughs> it'd be worth it, but, <laughs> but, but you're not the man even... made his choice. The man, yeah, made his choice. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like at the end of the day, we it's women like, yeah. line up. I get it, and they select who they want, like a box of chocolates. Uh, life is not like a box of chocolates because you do always know what you're going to get because there's that little piece of paper with a picture of all the chocolates on it. it tells you exactly what they are. Fuck Forrest. Gump. Life Sometimes the box of chocolates has more things in the description than what's actually in the box. That's the that's real. true. And you search through, and then somebody's had a chocolate and put the wrapper back into the box, and so you go in amongst all the wrappers. People don't put the wrapper back in the box. That's not where the wrapper goes. And don't take half a damn chocolate. Don't take half a damn and put it back. It's like a landmine. Somebody puts their hand in and half of your gooey chocolate's all over their hand. That's not the kind of sticky we like. Ugh, ugh, ugh. Okay. Um, but anyway, I just, you know, I wanted to highlight that because to get through this ball, I think all of us need a drink because that's what Miss Violet is doing. Yes! Go <laughs> Violet! Go Violet! It's your birthday. It's your birthday. She is it's so funny Violet or to Simon me. drinking, honestly. That's basically what I noticed. Yeah, and she's so drunk. She's like, isn't it funny that it's champ and pain? I was like, girl, stop like it. Champagne. <laughs> oh my God. Horrible. Um, 
But yeah, and then we get into a little bit of drama, y'all. Because Sienna <laughs> is also at the party. She's performing. Mm-hmm. She's performing because Anthony's heart is pitta patta, pitta patta. I thought you were just going to say because Anthony's hard. And I was like, yeah, that's <gasps> oh. leave it there. Gross. She oh. has no, she's showing her legs. She's just standing there in panties. Yes, her, her outfit was quite interesting. She looks oh, stunning. Mm. And then <laughs> Violet's like, oh, here, here's Miss Addington, the Earl of Lindsay's niece. And then he's just like. He's not oh even looking God. that lady Sienna. in the eye. Okay. He said, forget this girl. He's like, Sienna, that is, yeah. that is who I am paying attention to. And then obviously then Sienna starts getting distracted. And then. Violet clearly got stressed and then starts drinking again. <laughs> She's like, listen, it's a ball. Let me drink. Yeah. Oh, I love it. And then so Daphne gets very yes. hot and bothered and she mm-hmm. feels very constricted around her neck with the heavy, heavy diamond. And yeah, because the princess, princess, princess like, is ready to propose. Yes. She doesn't yeah, want to say it. Yeah, because the necklace, yeah, I love that because it's literally choking her, like, great symbolism for the prince and her life and her rules, I feel like. Uh, But so Daphne's like, I need a minute. I'm going to go out. And, of course, like clockwork, because, oh, we forgot to say this part. Sorry. Why is the Duke here, everyone? (laughs) Because he's lurking. Because he's doing what every man does in this situation. And the painting. That's what I feel like is the tipping point. Because like I said before, the Duke is packing up. And then he's like, how does painting get here? Who put it here? And I love that his um, workers are like, well, you asked us to get it. And it was really hard. But, you know, like going back to you. And then you see the beautiful flashback of them looking at the painting and they're about to hold hands. So it's weird because also earlier when you were mentioning um, another like monumental moment that was uh, Sasha earlier. That's also a huge moment that came Mm. up in my mind that really sets a tone for, I guess, Simon's narrative and love, even though that's something he doesn't like to talk about. He's come to say goodbye and he's sorry and she doesn't want to hear either of those things yeah Daphne is setting some boundaries here and I have great respect for that because she is like listen you said we're friends and you said we're not friends now you're apologizing you feel bad you don't like I'm sick of this you cannot keep me in this blender like I am out leave me alone go away forever we are done and I am like yes queen yeah I I felt that I like I'm like I, I don't I don't like when people are like Oh, I'm half in, half out. Oh, yeah, we can be friends. Oh, no, just kidding. Like, it's just frustrating. And so, like, I completely get why she's like, you know, like, oh, no, I, I, your goodbye is so unnecessary. I'm marrying the prince. But it's also funny because it's like, you literally just ran away from your proposal, Daphne. So are you really marrying the prince? But that's what you have well, to say to get him away, I guess. Yeah, because what's in her brain is not actually what she's saying. But... This is exactly how you need to be with someone that you're not trying or you're trying to not get back to. But, you know, just trying to show that I'm good 
despite what you did to me. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't even matter what the reality is. Because in her mind, she's like, no, no, no. You're not going to drag me. And guess what? He's going to be, he's kind. And he's going to be a wonderful father. So bye. Like, Mm -hmm. and you know, that the Duke was like, damn, she just got a painting back for me from my mom. I think I love her. But this is what she's doing? Okay. And then here, here's the kicker. Because she says, I don't want to deal with this. Because Simon is like, do you think he's the man for you? Shut up, Simon. Who are How you? How dare you question Get out of here, Daphne's Simon. choices? Ugh. Like, she doesn't question his choices to rake across the country. Yeah, he's literally raking across the world, got hoes in different area codes, and is over here trying to say Daphne. You Like, what does he want her to do is the biggest question. Because... It's a joke. Like, your goodbye is not a goodbye. You actually, like, want stuff with her. So just admit it. My God. But he But she runs. Yes. Because she said, you know what? Stop pursuing. Yes, because (laughs) the necklace was choking her. Now Simon is choking her. So she's like, let me get away. But how convenient, wink, wink, that she does run away and it gets darker and shadier because she is running into the dark walk. It looks like, and does every ball have a dark walk? Well, I think it's like, I think it's like a lot of these balls are at these big, like giant houses that have like rambling gardens. So a lot of them have like a a dark area that you probably shouldn't go to at night. See, it's perfect. We called this podcast the dark walk because, and like us, the dark walk crew, because clearly it's just a reoccurring theme that never ends. And I'm just gonna let's be honest, hang out there, not at the yeah. Ball. So we're not afraid to go there. It's period. Cool. We don't have necklaces, and maybe sometimes a handsome man will grab us and kiss us and apologize. If it like the and Duke. then we will lunge back on them. Yeah. Yes. Like oh yeah, and they go for it. Yes, because he follows her, and you know it's like the build up, right? You're like, it's gonna happen. I know it's gonna happen. It's about to happen, and bam, Simon kisses her. I appreciate that he apologizes because he's like, I'm so sorry. I did not mean to do that and defile you, but nope. Daphne said, "Come here," and, and then he's gone. I, the second base. Yeah, I want to go be very clear about um, the book, the Duke and I in this situation. Mm. So in the book, I'm like 99% sure he doesn't end their agreement that this happens while they're still, you know, in their agreement. But also in the book, uh, when Anthony walks up on them, uh, he's undone her dress and Daphne's titties are out in (gasps) the garden. Um, Because if there's one thing that you will learn if you read Julia Quinn's novels, she is obsessed with writing about men, like, sucking on women's nipples. Like, it is, like, the one thing, like, in every book. There is a scene that will graphically describe a man sucking on a woman's nipples at least one time. Every book. And I have read all of the Bridgerton books and the ones that came before Bridgerton and the Smith Smith, like, quartet. I've read all. They all. She's obsessed. Like, that is her kink. Like, she's into something very specific. Um, So, the the book, it's really a much more compromising position than – uh, the show because like in the book like she's all disheveled they have to like try and get her dress back on like it is oh that's so embarrassing very oh embarrassing so if your brother i mean i'm an only child but a brother walking up while you're oh yeah, with no. his best friend oh yeah. my god with your titties out like free the nipple but not like that 
Yeah, not unfortunately in 1813, maybe. Certainly not in 1813. And yeah. Anthony was not thrilled, was no. he? No. He literally punched this man to the ground. I mean, yeah, as he should him. in this time. Yeah. I mean, yeah, not... But then, you know, then he goes, well, you're going to have to marry her now. Yeah. It's just the rule. That's the rule. You get caught kissing someone, you marry them. And in 1813, anyways. Thank oh, God, yeah. not anymore. Because can you imagine marrying the first person you kiss? Don't talk to me. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> no, not the first, not the second, not like absolutely yeah, not. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> Very but correct. Simon's like, no, I like, I, I cannot marry her. And he, and Anthony's like, but you defiled her innocence, and now you refuse her hand. I knew you were a rake. Yeah, uh, Anthony is left with no choice but to issue a challenge to a duel, um, Pistols at Dawn, because you will marry my sister. Yeah, how phallic is that, right? But anyway. you kissed her, you gotta marry my sister. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> but I just, it was so sad because the Duke says no to marrying, and Daphne's like, so you'd rather die than marry me. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apparently he would, but that's very tragic. Um, Truer words have not been said about some of the people I've kissed, so I understand. Oh my god. Yeah. Anyway, so I, you know, Anthony gets her together, and he's like, let's get out of here. The Duke is left in the dust, just being the Duke, I don't know, and... Just smoldering somewhere. Yeah, and like, dealing with his demons, it's like... I wish there was therapy for this man because I feel like he'd go because he wants to be free of all of this. But anyway, they're back at the ball. Daphne's like, woof, you know, just like in slow-mo again. Yeah, girl, she cannot hide her emotions here. No. I mean, but she is like, right? Like she's actually now eaten the, the, the poisoned apple, right? Like she's on the other side of this and there's no going back for her. So Cressida, unfortunately, does say, how was the garden? I hope Did it wasn't catch too cold. a chill in the garden. You yeah. look unwell, Daphne. Shut up, five head. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Well, and the thing is, is like, like Daphne should have never been out there alone, anyways. Like, pr- like propriety would have dictated that she have like a chaperone with her out there. So, like, I feel like even if none of this had happened, if she had been outside that long all by herself, that could have been enough to ruin her without a man involved, anyways. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's giving Duggars. So, <laughs> but anyway, so th- I also want to say the other side story, like quick side story, is that. Lord Featherington has also said no to Mr. Filch, uh, Finch, to marry his daughter. Because he gambled away all of his children's dowries. Like, he gave away everything. Like, he's, like, the definition of a desperate gambling addict where he, like, gets in too deep and then thinks that he could just turn it all around with, like, one more bet. And he's probably done that several times. And now he has lost literally everything that his family has, which I think it's surprising that he was even able to access his children's dowries because um, mm-hmm. you would think that that would be in like a specific account. But I, what do I know about banking in 1813? But I mean, if the man like Sorry. wants to do something, yeah, I feel like he's doing it. You could say it's for other And also, this is why Marina cannot be sent back to the country because he owes her father a substantial 
little amount of money and this is paying off. Yeah. Lady F finds everything. Period. She's a snoop. And I love that he's just cry. Like, he just breaks down. Like, he has no, <laughs> like, his full of shame, no pride left. Like, this man is literally, again, in her boobs, like, just crying. So, mm-hmm. bless his heart. We're praying for you, Featheringtons. <laughs> um, anyway, now we're back because Marina is, you know, we're going to figure that out later. Okay, now, Eloise is again. <laughs> Trying to figure out who it is. You know what? I think it's a widow. So I'm going to go tell my girl P what's going on. It's a widow. It's a widow. It has, it has to, to be. be. It's a widow. Who else no would have the time, money, and the invites to the parties? you right. Oh, my God. Which you would think that from this theory, Eloise would be like, I will become a young widow because then I can be free. But no, she does not take that <laughs> from this. No. <laughs> and Penelope is not having it. She is like, why are you on the street at night? Why are you here? Why are you acting like a child? Some of us have more important things to worry about. Like, I got to get married. I don't know yeah. if y'all know, but I am of age and out in society and have more important things to worry about. So... And I just had a close friend telling me excitedly about how she's going to marry the boy that I'm crushing on. So shut up. It's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> it's done. Oh, she's like, get out of here, privileged girl. Not everyone can be a pretty Bridgerton. That's right. Yep. This is also, I think, a good time to note that uh, in the books, all of the Bridgertons look kind of the same, like how they've gotten all of them to look pretty much the same, except for Daphne. They're all supposed they're supposed to be like twins. Wow, and like the boys not- really do. Yeah, yeah, and like not the prettiest, but like the happiest. Like mm-hmm. they have happy faces, and it like makes people interested in them. You know? Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. But they, of course, had to make <laughs> the first um, leading woman a, a blonde white woman. <laughs> God forbid she have Ucky brown hair. No way. That's Eloise. <laughs> and Hyacinth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Francesca, too, when we yeah. see her for a second. But anyway, now that let's wrap all this up because it's dual time. It's prep for dual time, I should say. Uh, where Daphne is now, you know, stressed because she's like, listen, I don't want Simon to die because of me. Because no and then you know even though anthony you suck i also don't want you to die so how do we do this but no anthony said nah (laughs) like we're fighting for you like literally he grabs benedict and slams the door in daphne's face he is like absolutely not you don't get to know what's going on yeah he said you already did enough (laughs) which like he says he doesn't blame her but then he's like you've done enough so (laughs) I think he might blame her a little bit. I think he might blame her just a little bit. Just a tad. Oh, but thankfully, um, Daphne has another brother, Colin, mm-hmm. who's always game to help his sister out because Colin gets the deets on the when and where of the duel so that Daphne can get involved. Yeah. I know it just I can't I just can't help but laugh because Benedict's whole life is also now like he's having his life crisis because he's like this man gonna die or he's gonna leave one way or the other it's a wrap so I'm now in charge when 
I just went to a party that opened my whole life up. He probably did some short hair. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he's like, I'm screwed. And then I love that Colin is like, I'm just here. Whatever. But so I'll tell Daphne. Daphne's in a crisis. Simon, on the other hand, just goes to the gym, to the Montreal gym, just just for some um, alcohol, apparently. Wink, wink. And for a second. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Yeah. That man said, I'm going. Oh, so my God. I just. Die. He, like, has a wife and kids. Like, why? Well, I, I mean, like. He's he's just being there as a. It's not like he's fighting a duel. Mm-hmm. He would only fight if something happened to Simon before the duel. Ah, <sighs> bless. Horrible. I'm not into it. That's I hate so it. Stupid. All. This is now like the second time in a week that I'm talking about duels on a podcast because <laughs> a plot point of BoJack Horseman is that his dad died in the duel. Shit. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know another duel, um, Hamilton. There you go. Yeah, also oh, Hamilton. Yeah, Jules also. and Hamilton. <laughs> Kevin, you hear here we do hear from the from the uh, doctor who meets all these amped up men full of testosterone that, that uh, really the, the the right thing to do is to shoot wide so so that will be restored. Nobody dies and, and no one's a murderer. But uh with the, these um, these particular men and how amped up they are. We're absolutely not sure that one of them's not to shoot the other. Well, yeah. And so we get them. They're back mm-hmm. to back. They count out their 10 paces and they turn. And the Duke has his hand in the air. He is not shooting Anthony at all. And Anthony is like, I'm going to murk you straight up. Get ready to die. But yeah. it's like, what's and wrong even, with Anthony? And right? even before like, this, Simon know. tried to apologize. He's like, for what it's worth, I'm sorry. And Anthony's like, your apology means nothing to me. And I'm just like. Oh, like brother, like sister. She said too. Oh, I'm just like, y'all. They don't want to hear it. Maybe duel. they should kiss. Maybe yeah, if maybe the Duke and should. Anthony just kissed, they could work it out. They have a Love lot of storage tension, for the clearly. ages. Yeah, that would actually work better. I wouldn't be mad about it. Yep. Um, so Anthony's he's trying to build enough ginger to pull the trigger. His hand is shaking. He's very upset. upset. Duke, we're willing to die. Rather very. I mean, he would love to die because then the die. Duke ship just goes away and he has no more problems. Well, and that's what he said, wants because he went to. promised to Judy. I just need Simon to just communicate. But he just doesn't know. I, he just, I, I get that he has, there are all these things where it makes it hard for him to open up. But, like, the reason that this is such a drama and he'd rather die than marry Daphne is literally because just because he won't tell, like, no one knows his backstory about how he was like, you know, it's going to die. The the line will die with me. I'm not having children because my father was awful to me. And I promised to him and vowed that, like, basically that this was going to happen. Because, like, even when we find out later, which we'll talk a bit more about. When we talk, when he talks about how he can't have children, it's not in the way that I think it would be perceived that he can't have children. Yeah, exactly. Um, But thankfully, we don't have to see a man die today because Daphne literally rides in on a white horse to save the day. I loved. Oh God! Like right as Anthony shoots, Daphne 
rides into the middle of the duel. The horse rears. Daphne falls to the ground. She definitely got the wind knocked out of her. That hurt like a bitch. I know that's mm-hmm. true. Um, and Simon first goes, Daphne? Before Anthony goes, oh my god, that's my sister. And it's just, you know, another moment where you see the Duke's emotions. I mean, mm-hmm. Anthony's just trying to go be with Sienna. He's like, God damn, it didn't He's work like, out. Oh, if me. I had just killed <laughs> Simon, I can go move to Italy and be with Sienna for exactly. So he's course. just very sad that that didn't happen for him. I will say I thought this last time, but I really thought that it went to Will. Like, I was like, why else is Mondrick here? You know, like. And that's horrible for me to say, but I was like, I think he's dying. Like, I thought the stray bullet was going to get Benedict or Will Mondrich. So I'm grateful that none of that happened. That it You was really happy. thought this was darker? <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, my God. How I, like, where else is, you know, or the, uh, at least a doctor, right, who was being very sassy with them. Can you so, imagine if the doctor had died? Right. That would have been something. Well, they would have, you know, not have to give him the loot, maybe. Or what do they call it? Blunt. Uh, but, but you know what was un- funny? I don't know. I just found this next exchange funny. Because then, of course, when Simon's like, are you hurt? Tell me. And then Daphne's like, I'm perfectly well. No thanks to you, idiots. And then and then she's and they're like, what are you playing at? And then and she's like, says the man who just shot at me. Like, y'all, you, you guys aren't paying attention. What's going on here? Well, and then Anthony very rightly points out, you drove into the middle of the duel like this yeah. is on you like That's right true. in the middle you could have yelled from the side they well she wanted listened, to get though. their attention so and that was i guess her only way to do it i don't know i guess yeah, she'd rather is, die too and and this is where she's like listen we've had a change of plans simon and i we were seen in the gardens uh, and mm-hmm. it was of course freaking cressida who is the biggest meanest gossip in town who would do anything to ruin Daphne's chances with the prince. So like, sorry, Simon, but we got to tie the knot. Yeah. But Simon said, absolutely not. Cause he's, you know, he's just pushing her. He's like, I don't want this. And Daphne, I don't think is understanding any of this, which I don't think I would either. Right. Cause she says, why are you banishing me to such shame? Like, this is horrible. Just marry me. Well, because her says, life would be ruined if people found out yeah, about this. It, like, she would not 100%. be able to marry well. It would ruin, like, her family's reputation. Like, it would be, like, big shockwaves. And then he yeah. just says, like, oh, well, I hold you in such high regard, and that's why I can't marry you. It's like, what does that mean? What are you talking about? And then, And then he's like, okay, well, here's my excuse, like, you know, I can never give you children, and that's your dream. So, you know, like you want to have that house full of laughter, and you deserve you deserve what you want, which is children, and I can't provide it for you. Um, so basically, that's that's definitely why you shouldn't marry me. But for Daphne, she reflects on it, and apparently, it's not it's not a big deal. But again. He's not communicating, as I was frustrated by, and he is not explaining why he cannot have children. Because if he did, then I think maybe this could be talked through or something. But clearly, these people don't like to talk; they just get mad and then they just do crazy things, like have like have a duel and almost kill each other. So, yeah, Daphne's like, no, we are getting married. Hmm. She's ready to sacrifice children for him because she loves him. 
And yeah, I just love people. that she says, no need to resume that Duke and I will be married. Like, it wasn't anything nice and beautiful. It was just like, nope, that's it. That's what's happening. Yep. And that is how we end the episode. They're getting married, apparently. And Daphne's made the decision. The Duke just, like, very much giving damsel in distress because he's in the back just like, oh, I guess we're getting married. I guess I just got engaged. Oh, bless. And that is the end of the episode. Um, did we miss anything? Did any of you have anything else to add? The one thing we didn't talk about is um, in the night before, Anthony does spend it with Sienna. And they oh, have yeah. like a, a very steamy exchange in front of the open door before she kicks it closed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I loved it. <laughs> He's just letting her down once again, by the way. Like, horrible. poor Sienna. And he does tell Benedict that there's the name of a lady. If he dies, there's the name of a lady in his top drawer and she's to be looked after. So, you know, we see his his love. Just just marry her, for God's sake. He won't do it. I mean, he really won't. See, these people just won't do what they really want. They just decide to make their lives, like, even more stressful and frustrating. Yeah, but in alas- Hindi... In Hindi, there's a saying called lo kya kahenge, which literally means what will the people say? And that's like Anthony's life. Exactly. Where that's like, all of their lives. I mean, that's yeah, literally what they're true. living that's in this mm-hmm. way. Yeah. And it's just, it's really unfortunate because it's obvious that the girl, like they love each other. She keeps taking him back, but it's so toxic. And one way or the other, they were going to either be together or, you know, it was going to be a wrap. And turns out it's neither. <laughs> Everyone's alive and he's going to stay. So much drama for, for nothing. Not that I wanted anyone to die, but it was just like. But it's, it's just like at nothing. Sienna's expense. At this yeah, it's worst case scenario for Sienna. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because now she can't run off with him. Oh, pathetic. And <sighs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just like I'm so over Anthony. I can't believe next season will be all him. Like, he's such a hot You know guy. what? I, I was literally reflecting on that, especially after this episode. I mean, every single episode, but, like, even this one, I'm just like, are we going to have to deal with this ridiculousness where he's, like, I, I just, I don't know. Oh, let me tell you, we will, and it's going to be so good. But I'm looking forward to it. I know I'm going to like it, but I'm also going to be frustrated with him because the- as usual. The second, like, the Anthony story is so fun, and I just know they're going to do it justice. I'm so, so excited good. for it. I'm, exci- I'm excited for Kate Sharma, okay? Have I said that already? She's going to do so, like, so well. Times. I'm so yeah. excited. Uh, with that, any any other subplot I missed? <laughs> Great. If not, that's all, folks, uh, from episode four season one of Bridgerton coverage thank you so much to all of you for listening if you're enjoying again make sure you're leaving us five-star reviews so that more Bridgerton lovers can find us and with that I think let's get to know where my squad will be Sarah where can people find you if you follow me on Twitter at Sarah Carradine you'll find out absolutely everything I'm doing I do not hold back I love it. It's really fun, worth following, Sarah. And Geneva, where can people find you? Um, half the time you people can find me wherever Sasha is. Um <laughs> and, and that's in reference to Silent Podcast. <laughs> um, and oh you can God. also find me at Peace Love Jen, where I tweet about all the reality TV 
um, and all the random things that are going on. And as as y'all are know that around this time we're we're dealing with uh, Survivor Forty Two, BB Can Ten, um, just just all the fun stuff, the courtship, um, yeah, all that oh, stuff. Oh Lord, not the courtship. <laughs> And as for me, you can find me on Twitter at funsize underscore oh four. Um, and you can uh find me also on silent podcast, like Geneva said. Um, and last but the main no I'm just kidding. <laughs> Kirsten, where can people find you? See, I thought I just wasn't gonna get plugs today, and I was like, that's fine. No. Like it's, it's cool, but you then you have to drag me to hell as per usual. Um, <laughs> you can follow me everywhere at Kirsten said what, including twitch.tv slash Kirsten said what, as Geneva said, BB can 10. Um, I'm sure I'll be doing some stuff over on RHAP for that. And also, uh, by the time this drops, I I do believe Riverdale will be back. So Mary Kwiatkowski and I will be covering that over on Kowski Cast. That's cow with a K. And I'm still covering BoJack Horseman week by week with Lindsay Wilson over at BoJack Horseman. So please uh, check that out. Thank you so much. Bye.